everyone. Welcome back to Coolest Conscious. I'm here with um, Melody and Divya today. And today we're going to be talking about the issue of social batteries and how we kind of dealt with that in the COVID-19 pandemic and just recently in general. Um, but first, we're going to get into highs and lows. So um, I can go first. I guess a high for me this week was just like getting to relax after a while. I mean, I graduated, it's not like this week specifically, it's kind of just the past few weeks. Um, I graduated high school, that was fun. I got, I actually got to like have fun for the first time in a while, cause like the pandemic and also just school. Like I haven't really like, I feel like, I like to explain my past few weeks as like reliving what I missed out in high school. Cause I was really boring in high school, honestly. Like I didn't do anything, I never went out. So I'm really happy about that. I think a low, I guess, is just like getting, I don't know, I feel like this is kind of not something to complain about, but I feel like whenever I have nothing to do, I start to feel really like restless and weird where it's like, I don't know like how to function without doing something, you know? So it's kind of, I'm getting, I guess I'm adjusting to that. But yeah, Mel, did you want to go next? Actually, I think I'm going to pop in real quick before Mel. Um... So my high for this week is kind of similar to Nina's. I've been doing a lot more activities with my friends now that we're all vaccinated and school is over. And so I got to go to like a little fair that we had, our local fair, and like get food with my friends. And um, I also got my film developed after a really long time. I've been like shooting on my film camera for like two years. And that's because... um, 2020 nothing really happened so I got my film developed for the first time and that's something I really enjoy and I really want to continue so I'm excited to continue that and I'm just excited for the rest of summer my best friend's birthday is today and I my other best friend is tomorrow and my birthday's next week so I'm pretty excited about that <laughs> we're all Gemini kids so that's exciting and um I'm also reading a lot more, so that's also really big positive. But a low, I guess, um, would be that, like, in the rush of everything, I kind of, like, sometimes a thing that I do when I have, like, certain emotions that are, like, especially negative is that I kind of postpone them in a way. And um, when I have a lot going on, I don't really process those emotions. And it's kind of hitting me now, and I my mental health hasn't been the best these past couple days. So um, I guess that would be a low. But I don't have that much to complain about since it's summer and I graduated high school. But if I had to say a low, that would probably be it. But now I'm passing it to Mel. I'm going to start with my low. Because while everybody else no longer gets to complain about school, I get the absolute privilege of continuing the trend of closely conscious. Seawall Connor, Nina, and Divya have all graduated high school. Lo and behold, lowly Mel and her classes until June 18th will just be here sitting in the corner. I'm sorry, it makes me really upset actually the more that I think about it. And so, like, I feel like this is my platform to rage. But I'm in school until June 18th. That is ridiculous. And they cut my summer, too. And my winter break. That's kind of foul of them. And you know what? I'm not afraid to call them out on it. Palm Beach County School District, come at me, bro. Um, Highs. Listening to a lot of Mac Miller this week. Mac Miller is my favorite artist. So that's always a good thing. 
Um, he makes me very happy, RIP. Um, and a lot of my friends are actually coming back to school, even though I'm still in school, which aggravates me beyond belief. Um, a lot of my friends are back, which means I have a lot of social interaction going on in the moment. And while I may be an extrovert, and pretty typically we don't categorize extroverts as having a social battery, I find myself pretty, like feeling pretty drained lately, which kind of leads us into today's topic, which is our social batteries and how they've been affected by the pandemic, how they are today. And that's pretty much what we're gonna be talking about. But before we get into that, it's important that we tell you guys exactly what a social battery is, which is according to Psych Reel, a social battery in the case of an introvert is this energy to interact with other people. Typically at the beginning of the day, it's fully charged. However, once they spend time interacting with friends, colleagues, and even family, they are using their battery and it loses charge. Um, while it's like pretty typically something that really only applies to introverts, extroverts can experience social battery decharge. Um, and so that's pretty much what we're gonna be talking about today. I don't know if Nina or Divya wants to start um, talking about like you guys' social batteries and how that affects you guys. Yeah, I can start. Um, I'm like an ambivert. I guess I feel like we kind of talked about this last episode but I kind of changes according to the situation. I'm pretty extroverted with like my best friends. And then like, I wouldn't say introverted. I'm pretty outgoing. I can talk to pretty much anyone, but like, mm, I would say I'm like an ambivert. But I feel like the pandemic has really affected my social battery. It's gone down a lot. I used to be able to interact with people on a much longer basis. But now if I hang out with people for like an hour, I feel extremely tired and I just want to come home and crawl up in my bed. And I think that is partially due to the pandemic because like I'm not used to like socializing for like a year and like my body isn't like used to it. So it's just kind of overwhelming. Um, but I don't know. I'm trying to push myself past those a tiny bit because I, I know that like we're returning to normal. So like obviously... And also I'm going to college in the fall, so I'm trying to push past it a little bit. But it's kind of interesting to see how things changed. Um, initially, when I was kind of feeling those feelings, I was taken aback. I was like, why? I love hanging out with people. Why am I feeling like this, etc. But that's kind of where I am at right now. I'll, I'll add on later if someone wants to go now. No, I got you. I feel like, honestly... I've always had a pretty low social battery. I feel like it hasn't really changed with the pandemic just because I feel like, I don't know. I don't know why it hasn't changed, but I've always been the kind of person where like, if I hang out with people for one day, like I can't do anything the next day. Like, I have to like stay at home. I have to like do like my like self-care things at home. I can't really go out again. Um, but I feel like, you know, because I've been at home for so long, like I guess I actually have like more of an ability to go out more just because like, I guess I've been overcharged, I guess, like, you know, I have to go on and, like, recharge. I feel like with the pandemic, I've been kind of, like, overcharged. I've been over-arrested, so now I feel like I can kind of go out more, I guess, but I, I will say, like, I remember, like, last week, I, like, hung out with someone, and then, like, someone else asked me to hang out, and I was like, I'm sorry, I just can't do this today. <laughs> like, I'm so tired, and so, yeah, like, um, I definitely think that something that exists for me and it, it's I don't know I, I like see people going out every single day sometimes and I'm just like how do you do this like how do you have the energy for this but yeah 
I feel like I'm a little bit different because I consider myself pretty extroverted. Like I'm like extroverted pretty much all the time. Like it's difficult for me to sit in my room and just be by myself. Um, I'm like, I can't like, I just think I can't be with my own thoughts, which like kind of sounds depressing the more that I think about it, but I just don't think I can be by myself. Like I need other people and I feed off of other people's energy, but it does like my social battery, I guess would decharge specifically like when I'm experiencing a lot of anxiety or I'm struggling a lot with my mental health, it becomes really easy for me to like decharge. Cause it's like, I'm like so, it takes so much energy for me to just support myself and then add on other people into the mix. And there's just so much to like digest. So I feel like at that point, it's like, that's when I have like problems with my social battery. But for the most part, I kind of feed off of people's energy. But with the pandemic, it was kind of crazy because it was like I didn't have really anybody else's energy and like you know obviously with your when you're with your family I don't spend all my time with my family um and so like it was kind of weird because my sister's like more introverted than I am so obviously she doesn't want to spend the amount of time that I was spending with her and wanted to be around her with me which led to um how does one put this into words without sounding like there's abuse going on in my house um it led to a lot of fighting. And um, some people might call it World War III. Uh, I was quite a nuisance to my sibling. And this is a formal apology to Cloclo Barroro because she was so, so, like she was so upset with me because it's, I can't be by myself. And it, that's the only way that I feel like emotionally and socially stimulated is to be around other people. And like, maybe I should just get better at being, being alone. But she just got the brunt of my incapability to be by myself for like, probably like four months straight with no buffer. <laughs> See, I'm an only child. So I've always kind of been by myself. And for the reason that I'm an only child, I feel like it kind of, that's the reason why I always kind of been extroverted um because like since i didn't have company at my house i always like you know wanted company elsewhere um not to say like of course i hang out with my parents i'm pretty decently close but like i kind of you know you can get sick of your family pretty quick um so that's kind of why i always love to hang out with people and like i i was always surrounded with people like before the pandemic like even when i went to like a boarding school for a semester constantly surrounded by people and i loved it but um, the pandemic kind of forced me to be alone and I was going through mental health struggles a lot, especially early on during the pandemic. So I did kind of learn how to be by myself. And I don't think I fully kind of returned to my old self after the pandemic. I've just, this is, the pandemic literally turned me into an ambivert. Um, I need to have time alone now, which is kind of a weird transition. But I do enjoy hanging out with my friends a lot. And um, yeah, I hate being lonely and stuck with my thoughts like Mel was saying but I have learned to cope with it through some hobbies like reading or like watching YouTube yeah it is my innate desire to develop the ability to be by myself because I feel like because of I I know that there are ways that you can kind of like learn to be okay with yourself but because of the way I've always lived my life which is just like let me interact with anybody and everybody around me 
I think it's become so I'm so dependent on other people to like get social fulfillment. And I guess that's kind of the, the, the struggle because it's either that you, and you know, these are only for people who exist on either side of the spectrum for ambiverts, it's not really as applicable, but you either like need people to get that social stimulation or you need that time by yourself in order to be capable of socially stimulating yourself. Um, and so like, I kind of wish I could balance myself out more because I feel like I'm becoming a nuisance to those around me. Cause I'm just like, okay, now I'm going to call this person. If somebody doesn't pick up next person, if somebody doesn't pick up next person, I just can't be by myself. And you know, if that person doesn't pick up, I'm going to go talk to my mom and then I'm going to talk to my dad and then I'm going to go talk to my sister. And then once that's done, I'm going to go try again and see if people will answer. So I feel like I'm just like, I just like need people. And I think that's just because of my proverbial struggle as an extrovert. But I feel like if if I could just move more towards the ambivert, and I just don't even understand why the pandemic didn't do that to me. Because even then, I was just like, Clo-Clo, 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 Clo-Clo being my little sister. And I just like bothered her all day long. And I was like, please hang out with me. Please be around me. I would go sit in her room just to be like around somebody. Not even, <laughs> I couldn't sit by myself. So I don't know, a social battery is never a problem I've really had to deal with, but I think it's such an interesting concept that there are people who kind of like struggle with the ability to sustain like interaction with people for a long amount of time without having that time to their self um, because I've never really dealt with that. So that's kind of what I want to talk about more. It's like, what is that like, you know? Um, I don't know if either one of you guys want to answer because I'm kind of curious. I think it's mostly just kind of like, you really value the time you have by yourself. Like if I don't have at least an hour every day where I'm like able to like sit by myself and with my thoughts, I'm like, gosh, like I didn't get my like me fix in today. And I think that's something that I don't know why it just like, it's kind of a time for me to rest and like not have to like I don't think of funny things to say and like think of like conversation starts. I can just kind of be me and like, I mean, like, I can just kind of like be like, I can just exist and not have to put any effort out into the world, which I feel like is what I like to do sometimes. <laughs> like, just kind of being able to exist and not having to like put energy out. I think that's kind of what I value, just the time for me to like just be. So, yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, that's something I, started to value more during the pandemic and because initially like alone time was just like depressing to me I was like I'm alone with my thoughts I don't enjoy this um but now I've kind of learned how to value it I've kind of shifted my opinion on it mostly because of like time self-reflecting which is super important when you're struggling with your mental health um and like I said initially the only child thing really forced me to always kind of know how to spend time with myself from a young age. So I guess I just value that time more rather than kind of resenting it, which I think is a good shift. But yeah. And also another thing about me is that I don't like relying on people. And I hate like feeling like I'm, I don't know. I just, I just don't like relying on people. So like when I'm like, you know, calling up multiple people and like they, like don't answer if like no one wants to hang out I'll just like be like okay I'm not gonna bother you anymore and then I'm just gonna like sit and that's just that's a trait of mine which has had really bad um backfiring because I that also means I don't like asking for help 
So that's not a good thing. You should always be okay with asking for help and, you know, talking to other people and not feeling like, I don't know, but um, an imposition. But yeah, that's just, I guess, mainly due to that personality trait, I've learned to spend time with myself. And I enjoy it a lot of the time, but sometimes it can feel like I'm stuck with my thoughts. So yeah, I guess I, I really am the epitome of an ambivert. <laughs> so um, yeah, really depends on the situation, but pandemic definitely changed a lot of things. See though, I'm like jealous of that because I can't imagine like the amount of balance you have. I'm like so dependent on everybody around me. Like, and people know when I like, that's also the other thing is that I am terrible at like maintaining and calming my emotions because it's so dependent on the people around me. So everybody has to know how I feel constantly. But I feel like I just wish I could obtain that kind of balance. I don't even know if I could, you could retrain yourself. Like I feel like we'd have to take a psychology class and delve deeper into that. Um, I did take a psychology class. Clearly it didn't stick, <laughs> but um, you know, I think it's really interesting the concept that people can like have that balance. Cause I just think it's like so much probably healthier, not that it's like unhealthy to be an extrovert or an introvert, but it's probably so much easier to like balance things in your life. If you're capable of kind of having those two sides and like being capable of that self-reflection and, and being okay with just being by yourself, but also um, not feeling super drained by social interaction. I don't know. I could be misconstruing this entire thing. Cause I really don't know. Like social interaction for the most part doesn't really drain me. Um, and it takes a lot for me to to feel exhausted after hanging out with a bunch of people. In fact, I like to go on like friend marathons where I'll just bounce from friend to friend, like in an entire day, like appointment to appointment. <laughs> and it sounds kind of weird, but it's, it is true. And so like, I don't know, I've never really been drained by social interaction. I feel like, honestly, my extrovertedness got ex like exponentially worse when I got a driver's license and was just capable of going out whenever I wanted to, suddenly I didn't have to be alone. So I was never alone ever again. <laughs> and, you know, that's kind of how it's been. But I wish I could be an ambivert, honestly. Um, I think it would be like so much more chill, but also so much more fun because I wouldn't have to constantly call the homies. Also, like sidebar, I feel like I have to acknowledge it. I always get calls during this podcast, like almost always, like FaceTimes and stuff. And I feel like I've been caught in 4K like two or three times. So I would like to formally apologize to everybody. All of all of the homies want to talk to me. I know I'm so popular. Please hold your applause. The only high school student still left here is the most popular, clearly. Um, but I just had to say that because it's happened more than once on this podcast and I feel like it needs to be addressed. Yes, that's me. I'm popular. I have friends. Thank you guys so much for noticing. Um, yeah, but that's, that, that was my, that was my piece. I like sidebarred, but I'm going to come back to what I was saying, which was just that I wish I could be an ambivert. Divya, teach me your ways. I feel like, um, see, the reason why Mel is so extroverted is because she's so popular. <laughs> she always has friends to hang out with. I just, ah, uh, I've always kind of had a closer circle. So if, like, my, my best friends aren't available, it's just me. <laughs> and so I feel like that plays a part into it. And I don't know. I think 
like taking time for yourself requires practice. And since I've had years of that practice, that's the why I'm able to successfully kind of be an ambivert. When I was younger, I would hang out by myself, if not with like, you know, the neighbors. It's like when I, I come home to like my parents and that's it. So like, I, like, I have like no choice. I have to spend time by myself, but I've just learned to enjoy it now because I'm practicing doing things that I enjoy doing by myself, such as reading or like watching TV shows or like, you know, um, just other hobbies. And I think it's the practice that it takes. You just kind of have to practice being by yourself or like self-reflecting or whatever. Like, you know, maybe take 10, 15 minutes out of a day to kind of do it with yourself and kind of see what a difference it makes if it does make a difference for you if it doesn't then you know um there's nothing wrong with just being an extrovert but if you do want to like you know practice taking time for yourself like i said just requires practice maybe taking some time out of the day to like do specific things and you know i used to kind of think that the self-care and all of that not like self-care and like how do i say this you know like the you know, like the graphics that they put where it's like, meditate and make a, do a face pack and take a bath. And like, just like the very much like marketed self-care, that kind of thing. I think that was, I thought that was all bullshit. I refuse to like, you know, meditate or like, I don't necessarily refuse. I just thought it wouldn't be helpful. I was like, uh, I don't know if this is really going to benefit me. It seems very much, this is giving me very much capitalism um self-care just people are just trying to I, I don't know it just felt very like marketed I don't know but like when I did start like journaling and um kind of taking time for myself whether that was like guided meditation it actually did make a difference in my mental health in this like you know pretty significant way so I guess that's why I value like my self time now because it, it makes a pretty big change in like my attitude and how I feel and like how I'm able to cope with my anxiety. So, wow, we got, we went from social battery to mental health. I'm sorry, guys, this is a whole other tangent, but that's just kind of my self time. And if I don't make time for that, sometimes it can affect my mental health. And so I just kind of have to make sure that I set that time aside for and give importance to that. I mean, I think, oh, sorry. Yeah, continue. Okay. Go, go I think ahead. Honestly, like mental health and like social better are kind of connected though. Because I feel like people often, I feel like, you know, it can eat for me at least whenever I kind of allow myself to like over go and like go into my, go into my little like shell, like for like way too much. I feel like I tend to like have an issue with the mental health. I feel like I start feeling really lonely and really like, kind of like oh I don't have any friends but really it's just me like being like not coming out of my shell and being kind of like just just kind of retreating into my little like like hut of like solitude you know <laughs> so I feel like honestly um it for me is it, kind of like connected though because I think like just I need to force myself to go out to like feel mentally healthy I don't know if that makes sense yeah, I think the most important thing is balance. I saw this really dope TikTok by a creator named, um, hold on. I literally pulled it up for this. Oh, okay. Her name is Padmini, Padmini, and um, her at is, 
Pads Day, P-A-D-Z-D-E-Y, if you want to check her out. She's pretty dope. She's like a mental health um, creator. And so she was kind of talking about like her thoughts on summer and like social interaction that were like, um, now that everyone is vaccinated. And so she was like saying, um, let me just quote her on this. She's like overwhelmed by the idea of making the most of summer this year, but also respecting listening to my boundaries, but also understanding that what I need to understanding when I need to push myself a bit to have experiences that are good for me, all while reminding my body is reminding myself my body's reacting to the most socializing going out since it's had since pre-pandemic. I feel like this is a pretty good summary to what a lot of people are feeling right now. Um, It's just like maintaining balance. Nothing is too good, too bad, because we did spend a year, spend a whole year in isolation, and it's definitely like going to affect us deeper than we may understand right now. So we just have to like keep that in mind, but also like, you know, push ourselves when we feel necessary, but not too much. Just finding that balance is super important because it does have an effect on like, you know, our growth and how we're going to come to be this year, I guess. So I guess finding that balance has been super important for me Um, because of being stuck inside at home. I'm so used to just saying no to going out and like saying no to things because my mom is immunocompromised. And so, um, I like have been able have been having to refuse certain like you know um invitations so but now it's like now that like things are changing and more people are getting vaccinated it's a lot safer and because I'm so used to saying no I'm like at times I'm still finding myself saying no and so like, I have to catch myself during that and be like you know this might be good for me it's like good to have new experiences and the thing that's so weird is that pre-pandemic it would have never like I wouldn't have thought of this at all I would just say yes to everything I I was such so extroverted so yeah I I feel like pandemic has caused the biggest shift in me of the three of us based on what we're speaking so yeah I just think that's so interesting to see how like how a year in isolation has affected me it's so weird completely changed like my socializing habits which you know it might change back to being an extrovert in the fall when I'm going back to school I really don't know but for now this is just kind of what I'm dealing with I definitely agree in the sense that like I think the pandemic helped us all to reflect a lot on like our social habits and how we interact and I think the thing I've always admired um particularly about introverts is that I think they're a lot more like present in conversation I think like people who who um are more like thoughtful and invested in the conversation. Um, I don't know. I think that's just a trait amongst people who, because typically people with social batteries are introverts, but I just think it's like, it's so interesting the way that we all interact with each other. And the pandemic helped me think a lot about that, even though I'm, I'm an extrovert and like, for the most part, that's the way that I kind of approach my life. I very rarely have like, um, I, I can't like be, I can't be with people and that, that kind of affects me. Um, but when I do, it's always tied to my mental health. Like if I'm struggling mentally, um, it's it becomes more and more difficult for me to interact. So I think in that sense, they are kind of intertwined because the more that we all struggle, I think particularly extroverts, um, because introverts, from what I read actually before this episode, pretty much always have a social battery that kind of needs to be recharged and can be depleted. Um, but for extroverts particularly, things like anxiety and depression can kind of like um, affect how you interact and how you socialize and can like put 
that social battery on your interactions so that it makes it kind of limited. Um, so I think that's kind of where it does come in for me. I know I remember parts of this year, especially because it's my junior year. So it's obviously like a really like um, rigorous year to say the least uh, where I was super busy and super, super anxious and super overwhelmed. And I just kind of like cut off my friends for like lack of better terminology, like cut off my friends and didn't speak to people for weeks, kind of like shut myself in my room, put my head down. And I was like, I'm just going to do all of this right now. Cause I just couldn't find it within myself. Like I was so tired. Um, so like mentally depleted that I really couldn't interact with people. And there was a period of time I didn't see people for like a, over a month. Like I didn't talk to anybody on FaceTime. I didn't go out and see any of my friends. Like I was just like by myself all the time. Um, and so I don't know, for me particularly, I just feel like it's really, my social battery it lives and dies by my mental health. <laughs> like it either exists or it don't, it doesn't, but it's really dependent on when I'm like mentally struggling because if I am, that oftentimes will like affect my ability to interact with the people around me. So particularly for me, I feel like they are really tied together, but I feel like I also wouldn't have ever thought about that had it not been for the pandemic, making me reflect on the way that I like socially interact with people and how thoughtful and invested I am in those conversations. Cause like going back to what I was saying originally, I feel like my friends who are more introverted are like people I have more in-depth thoughtful conversations with and like my friends who are more extroverted, it's just so much energy a lot of the time. So that's also one of those things I feel like finding balance is important because it's like, I think it's like a more like thoughtful, more deep, more like emotionally tying conversation. Not that you can have those conversations with extroverts. I just feel like, I don't know, maybe I'm stereotyping, but I feel like introverts are typically like more of like a a deeper thinking, deeper conversation type. And I also think that contributes to just making even though they can't socialize as much as often without feeling depleted mentally, I think it makes the conversations that they do have like more important, more enriching, more like, um, I don't know, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't want to say important because they're not more important than any other conversation. It's like more, I guess it's, I'm just going to go with enriching because I already said it, but like more enriching and more. Um, so like, I don't know, quality versus quantity, I guess. I think that's the value of it. I don't know where I was going with this. I just have a lot of thoughts going around in my head. Um, but I'm going to shut up now. I'm going to think on what I just said. So, yeah. No, um, definitely. I, I guess I didn't make the connection when I was initially saying that, like, me talking about my mental health was going off on a tangent. Because truly, like... Um, since my mental health kind of got worse during the pandemic, like what Melody was saying was shutting people out, not talking to a lot of people for a really long time. I definitely struggled with that at the beginning. And now that I've kind of learned how to cope better through like, you know, certain ways, I'm kind of being more reflective of that and how it's changed my socializing habits, I guess, now with anxiety. Um, but yeah, I think the word that like Mel was kind of saying it's like with intention, I feel like introverts, they're very intentional in their conversations. And um, uh, I, 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 now that I think about it more, I, I agree with that. Like if I'm like reflecting back on my conversations, my friends that are like more introverted, I definitely have more like deeper conversations, I guess, with them rather than surface level. Um, but yeah, I guess everyone's different. That's kind of what makes it interesting. So but yeah, I just thought that was 
that was just like my two cents on what Mel just shared. There's actually one last thing I want to talk about. Um, I'm looking on Urban Dictionary and it's talking about, like, I feel like not that, actually, you know what? No, Urban Dictionary is one of the most reliable sources. I don't care what anybody says. This place is an amazing platform. Please MLA citation them for all of your essays going into the future. Besides the point, I think it's defining a social battery as a phrase used to describe a person's toleration of being around other people. The lower the social battery, the less patience or tolerance one has for other people. I don't know. I feel like that's a little bit harsh. Um, I don't think it's a lack of patience for people. I just think it's, it, it goes back to what we were saying about introverts perhaps being more intentional in conversation. I think it's a lack of ability to put intent behind what you're saying because you just can't like get there mentally. But I don't know. I'm not an introvert. I don't know if you guys want to speak to it as an ambivert and an, a little bit more introverted. Um, but like, I don't know, toleration, less patience. I, that's also the other thing. I think TikTok is like the way that people are approaching social batteries as of late is like as if it's like a measure of your ability to be around people. And yes, but also no, I think it's more of a measure of your ability to be like fully present and intentional in your conversation and less of a measure of your ability to just physically be present. Like you can't get like rude with somebody and be like, oh, sorry, my social battery is dead. Like girl, go somewhere, please. Like, no, that's not what it is. But I don't know if you guys want to speak on that a little bit. I think it's just like how long you can be in a place like comfortably. Like if my social battery runs out when I'm hanging out with my friends, I'm not going to like be angry. I'm just going to like, you know, talk less and, you know, maybe want to go home. (laughs) I'm not going to like lash out at them. I'm pretty talkative. So like, when my social battery runs out my friends can notice because I will like suddenly go quiet and be like huh okay I guess like you're tired but like I'm not gonna like lash out at them I'm just gonna like you know probably speak less and like you know probably be less comfortable with the idea of being there or not being as energized um I guess that's just me when like my social battery kind of runs out but if Nina wants to add on to that I feel like for my friends and I we all have very similar like social battery levels so it's like we all will go out and get tired at the same time and like (laughs) and so we'll all just go quiet collectively and I feel like so I feel like I've never actually had to deal with like me being the only one that's tired and everyone else is like super hyped and like excited so honestly like whenever I get I feel like I get tired when I notice the other person gets tired so I kind of like follow their footsteps I guess in a way um And so, like, and I think even if I was the most, like, tired person in the room, I wouldn't really get frustrated. Like, if, like, I might get a little bit, like, unresponsive. Like, if they were talking a lot and I'm, like, I kind of just want to be quiet right now, I'd probably be, like, yeah, uh uh-huh. Yeah, totally get, like, I'd probably be not there, you know? And so, um, I think that's partially it. And I want to talk about something, actually. So, I feel like with social battery, it's also a thing with, like, with how, you know, you can have it with your friends, but also with, like, coming to your family. Like, I remember with my family this weekend, I was, like, with my cousins, and they're all really cool people, but I have one very small cousin. He's, like, five years old, and he is a handful. Um, I mean, he's, you know, he's a sweetheart, but he's a handful, and so, like, I feel like hanging out with him was, like, fun for, like, 10 minutes, and then, like, obviously, he's, like, five, so he has way more to do than I do, and so, like, 
um, I think that's when I experienced like probably the most of my battery being gone is like being around that child for like over three hours. But like, <laughs> that's, I guess that's kind of, I guess I know what you mean where it's like, you get, you get frustrated. Cause like, I want, I just want peace and quiet. I just want to be quiet for a bit. I want to just sit with my thoughts, but they keep talking. So yeah, when you said what you mean by that, where it's like, you get not frustrated, but you get a bit like restless and just kind of like, okay, can we just like tune down a bit now? Can we like quiet down a bit? So I get what you're saying. And I think that does make sense in some cases. I'm not an introvert, but I think I can understand that. There are a couple cousins in my family. I'm just like, just like, shh. You know, sometimes you're just like, maybe it's time to go take a nap. I I, I swear, I'm, I'm not going to call them out by name because, you know, that's rude. And they're my family. However, I have had some of the most emotionally, physically, and mentally draining conversations of my life with children. Maybe this is more of a conversation about, maybe my end of it's coming more from like, I don't want to have kids. <laughs> like maybe this is where it's coming from, but children are exhausting. If there's anything that's going to take on my social battery that isn't like my anxiety, it's kids. All right. I like kids in doses. I like kids when I can give them back to a parent. But if their parent isn't coming by the end of the day, like I'm going to lose it, literally lose it. <laughs> and like, it does not take much for like a kid to be like, to like get me like exhausted. I just can't chase them around. Sometimes I can't even talk to them. Sometimes I think they're really funny, but also sometimes like they don't think what I think is funny because obviously they're a child and I'm not like, I'm, they're like a little toddler and I'm 17, but also, so much internal struggles with kids. God, kids are an entire different episode. We should do an episode solely based on the trials and tribulations of children that none of us have. Yes, yes, for sure. I remember, like, there were literally, like, probably five times this weekend where I went to the bathroom. Not because I actually had to go to the bathroom, because I was locking myself in there to escape my cousin. Like, I would go in there and be like, okay, yeah, just wait a minute. I'm going to go use the bathroom. And then I'd walk myself in there for like 20 minutes and I'd come out like later and he'd be asleep and I'd be like okay thank god like he's done so yeah I'm one of the oldest like grandchildren in my family so I have a lot of younger cousins so I definitely relate even when I'm on FaceTime with them sometimes I'm just like uh time to go so it's just like uh, I definitely yeah children are a whole other ball game which makes me feel bad for how I probably was as a child because I did not shut up so yeah (laughs) No, yeah, we have to do an episode on kids because I have a lot to say about kids, but also maybe we shouldn't do an episode because I think I might offend a community. I don't know which community, maybe a community of children, Um, but I have like strong opinions about kids. Like I will box a kid, like a kid's going to get decked, but like not in a child abuse way, like a metaphor, metaphorical way. Um, But I don't know if you guys have anything else to say about social batteries. Um, Any closing thoughts? Uh, words of wisdom for the audience bars that you'd like to spit i think i don't know if this is a bar that i'm spitting but just like (laughs) to summarize just i think finding your balance is what's most important dependent on your personality um just finding what fits for you and if the pandemic has changed your social habits don't be afraid to say no to certain invitations if you feel tired you know take time for yourself if you need to if not then you know go crazy so yeah just finding what's best for you and finding that balance as you should 
Um, that's all everybody, anybody, everybody wants to say. Um, I guess we could just close out this episode. I'm gonna start singing the outros. Forget that other thing that we were doing. I'll start singing them. I go to those guys. Oh my God. Why did I just say it like that? Um, everybody's very much in favor of me singing the outros. I won't start this week because I haven't had time to harmonize. But next time that we come back, you guys are going to hear me sing. Um, if you don't already follow us on Instagram, do that. Because we post a lot of stuff on there. We post updates. Um, we took a really long break, but with Nina and Divya coming back with an episode, we're going to try and get back to posting regularly. Um, obviously, it's going to be kind of difficult for people like me who unfortunately still have to attend school. But Nina, Divya, and Connor are out, so hopefully they'll be giving you guys episodes even if I can't with them. So you guys are going to hopefully get back to a regular posting schedule after APs and stuff like that. Um, we're excited to be back, right, guys? Very excited to be back. Yeah. You guys just can't see it. Pretend they're there. Whooping. <laughs> I'm cheering. So much cheering going on. <laughs> um so yeah, follow us on Instagram for more updates so that you guys can know exactly what's going on, when it's going on, because we post on there regularly with updates about our posting schedule. We post on there with recommendations and ideas, or we post on there with just pretty much anything. Like Divya does a really good job with the Instagram, so go check that out. Um, listen to all our previous episodes if you haven't already. If you want to go back and check out our March, it was March, it was March, co-host. Yes, March. We did Women's History Month. We did a collection of really dope episodes with some amazing guests. So we're really, really proud of how that kind of turned out. So please go check it out. Yeah, go check it out. Go go check out all of those episodes, all four of them. They were all amazing with all our amazing guest hosts. Check out the last week's ep- or two weeks ago's episode with Nina and Divya um, talking about kind of like some of the amazing perks of having graduated high school and being done with high school. Um, and yeah, follow us on Instagram, check out our previous stuff, check out all of our playlists on Spotify. Um, and by that, I mean, run up the mail playlist because it's clearly the best one. <laughs> and that's pretty much all we have for you. I'm not gonna say the outro, I will sing next week. So you guys have to come back to hear that. All right, peace out, bye.